Bronnie Ware was a nurse who wrote an article that later went on to become a book called The Regrets of the Dying. And in the article, she shared the five most regrets of the people she'd come to know in their final days. And in the book, The Power of Moments by brothers Dan and Chip Heath, they counter the, these regrets. They counter these regrets by saying, look, here are the five regrets of the dying. And here's how not to live with those type of regrets. And in their book, their, their book discovers the power of moments, which is the, the title of the book. And what it is, is it's the wisdom on how to shape your moments. Because we tend to remoment, uh, remember moments in three different ways. We, re, we remember them in peaks, pits, and transitions. So here are Heath's counters to the five regrets of the dying that, that man, I think you're going to find really meaningful. The first regret is, I wish, uh, I wish I had the courage to live life true to myself and not live the life others expected of me. My question is this, is who expectations, whose expectations are you following anyway? Or are you working somewhere because your friends or family told you that's what you had to work or do? Are you following someone else's expectations? And the Heath brothers, they, they, they counter that you, you must stretch yourself. And we got to stretch ourselves to discover our reach. And, and dude, I cannot stress this enough. All of us have reach. All of us have influence. But what you've got to do is, is, is you've got to, you've got to, the only way that you're going to discover it is you got to stretch and exercise your reach and you got to stop living in someone else's expectations of you. The second regret is I wish I hadn't worked so hard and Chip and Dan Heath, they counter this regret uh, that, that you must be intentional about creating the peaks in, in your own, in, in our own personal lives. And I think that people regret, I don't think people regret working so hard. I think it's that they, they regret that they worked hard and the fact that you had no real purpose in working hard. I mean, I discovered this, uh, when, when, when I got demoted and, and here I was back on the bottom rung from which I started. And, and, and in my quest to climb these moving stairs of success, a, a top that you, you'll never get to, it seems, I missed out. I missed out. And actually, I, I didn't miss out. I chose to miss out. I chose to miss out on so many memorable moments of my children's lives. I would pop in for a birthday party and then whisk back off to work. I, I would I would miss recitals or if I went to the plays, here I was answering email and, and text messages about work. And it's like one minute I leave and my children are babies and I come back and they're young adults. See, I chose to work these long hours. And, and, and if I did happen to take a day off, which was, which was rare, if I took a day off, I didn't even enjoy it because I was just so tired. I, see, I didn't, I didn't intentionally build any sort of peak moments in my life. And I didn't harness them. I didn't enjoy them. And, and so life became a blur. I didn't do that because I let my ego kick in and, and keep climbing this ladder of success. And all it was is it was just ego. It was just all out of vanity. And you know what? Me being demoted was one of the best things that could have ever happened because I realized it's not worth it. It's not that I'll be satisfied in life. No, because I, I, I continuously will evolve and stretch my life. I will continue to advance in life. But as I do, I'm going to capture and enjoy the moments along the way as well. 
don't let don't don't let your life be a blur. Don't look back and and you don't you don't remember any of these pleasing moments. The third regret is I I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Oh, sweet Jesus. How many times have we done this? See, in in choosing not to pick a fight, in choosing not to make things worse or have a bad evening or just shut up, I didn't express myself. See, I didn't express myself for the short-term gain of, of not kicking up dust. But in the end, in the long term, I destroyed, I, I played a part in destroying my marriage and so many of the relationships I just incinerated because I did not express myself. Heath counters that that you, you, you have to practice courage. Courage just doesn't happen one day. No, you have to practice it. And you got to practice it by speaking honestly. And courage truly is a practice. Heath goes on to say that the reason why the D.A.R.E. program that, that, that kids are, are taught there in school, the reason why it doesn't work is because to resist drugs, kids have to have the opportunity to practice courage. It's hard to be courageous, but it, it becomes easier when it first when you when you begin to practice it. And I'm going to end with this, and we'll we'll get to the because we're running out of time. So I'll, we'll we'll get to the 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 next two or the last two tomorrow. Oprah was talking to her mentor and the great author Maya, uh, Maya Angelou, and and uh, she she remembered a time when uh, Oprah was at a party. Now, obviously, these weren't a bunch of scrubs because Oprah's at your party. So, so Oprah remembers of a time where there, she's at this party and some guy at the party said something off color or in poor taste and Angelou stopped the entire party. And she, she walked up to the guy, said, grab your coat and whoever else you came with and leave immediately. She wouldn't tolerate it. She wouldn't tolerate it in her house. And, and Oprah still remembers that moment. And she said, laughing to, to Angelou, she said, how did you have the courage to even do that? And Angelou said, it, it wasn't in that moment. So you have to practice courage. You have to, you have to practice taking stands when you know you should, when you should express yourself. And she said, because I had practiced it for so long, I had the courage that night to shut the party down, remove what I would not tolerate, and then continue on with the party. See, I think so much of, of what we're anxious about in our lives is because we don't practice courage often enough. See, practicing what it does is, as Heath says, it practice, practicing quiets the anxiety that can cloud the, the mind in a tough moment. See, and when you practice courage, the courage becomes contagious, not only in your life, but it com- becomes contagious in those who you're around as well. Man, some good things. These are just three. We got two more and we'll knock those out tomorrow. Remember this, that no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you. I hope that you learn what you listen to. Thanks for tuning in to the uh, podcast, to The Sales Life. Until next time, I'm Marsh Bice.